0: Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Uh, We have been working on this uh, series of There's a War Going On, and we want to conclude it tonight, uh, The Wiles of the Devil. We want to conclude that tonight, The Wiles of the Devil. And if you don't know by now that he has some tricks up his sleeve and he likes to play little games, as you can see.
1: (laughs) then
0: you have not been paying attention. Uh, He certainly likes to uh, play little games uh, and rear up his little head uh, against us to let us know that he is our enemy, that he is our opponent. He's not our friend. We need to understand that tonight. There is nothing friendly about Satan. There's nothing friendly about him. I'm going to ask you to give me maybe an extra five minutes than I normally would teach tonight uh, because I want to try to wrap this up. There's nothing friendly about Satan. We need to understand that. We need to understand that though sometimes he presents in friendly manners like he's harmless, that's how he presents, but he transforms you know the Bible says himself into an angel of light, even where God talks about how false prophets can come to you as sheep in wolves uh uh as as uh wolves in sheep clothing, so he's not friendly, he doesn't present himself as a danger, but you have to understand that really. Beneath all of that, he is your enemy. He's your enemy. All right. So the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise the Lord. I'm understanding that some folks can't get on the phone line. Well, we're going to go on in Jesus' name. Uh, I need you all to pray uh, because, like I said, he, he likes to play little games. You may be able to stand against the That Verse number 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness, of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places all right we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places all right so uh last week we began to talk about uh one of the schemes of the enemy one of the wilds of uh, the devil, that he likes to deal with us is through perversion, okay, perversion. Perversion is the alteration of something from its original course. Perversion is to take it from its original course, take it from its original meaning, and to distort it into something corrupt or what it from what it was not in t- first intended to be. Uh, I like to use this working definition of it's the corrupt version of a thing. All right? It takes something good and makes it corrupt. That's what perversion is. Okay? It, it takes something good and makes it corrupt. And we dealt with perversion. We looked at that in Genesis chapter 2. And we saw how uh, Satan came to Eve, and he used the scriptures, excuse me, he used the word of God that was given to Adam, and he perverted it. And how did he do that? We went to verse number three. The word has already gone out to uh, Adam, and we know evidently the word had been passed on to Eve. And we see that as it got to Eve, when Satan through the serpent got to Eve, he put this seed of doubt in her mind when he said these words. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said. All right. Right then, he was getting ready to start the will of perversion. He was getting ready to start the will of corruption to to turn the word of God around. Okay? And that's when it started. The woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is not which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. All of this was perversion. The tree itself, there was nothing wrong with the tree. There was nothing wrong with what God said. But them. by the time Satan got her turned around, now everything was all upside down. But there was something else going on here that I said I was going to talk about, and I'm going to talk about it in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Not only was there perversion here, but there was also confusion. And that's the theme of the enemy. We got to be aware of. We must be aware of this. Satan deals in confusion. Right, He deals in confusion. All of this right here, you can wrap up Genesis chapter 2, beginning at verse 15, through Genesis chapter 3 through verse 6. You can wrap it up with one word, confusion. Confusion, right? Because by the time Adam got the word, he got the commandment, all the way through uh, what we see uh it carried out, and then you get to Eve and the serpent. You see there's some confusion here. Eve is confused because she starts to add things in there that necessarily God didn't say. Remember in verse 3 of Genesis chapter 3? He said, God has said you shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it. God didn't say you didn't couldn't touch it. He said, I don't want you to eat of this tree. Right? So there was room there where he began to sow see the doubt, which opened the door for confusion. All right. Confusion. We must be aware of confusion. Confusion. What is confusion, Pastor Dane? It's simply lacking clarity or understanding lacking clarity and or understanding because it can be both or it can be one or the other lacking clarity and or understanding now when it comes to confusion sometimes confusion can because can be because of the informant the one that is bringing the information Or sometimes confusion can be because of the one receiving the information. I don't know in this particular text how this necessarily got mishandled. Because Adam had to have given Eve the instruction because she would not have been able to even respond to the serpent in any way had she not gotten the word, right? would not have been able to respond with anything had she not been given the information but there had to be some confusion somewhere and satan he took advantage of confusion he took advantage of an area where there was some misinterpretation some type of misunderstanding and then he put his own spin on it there's some confusion there all right so Miss confusion can be on the side of the informant and it also can be on the side of the one receiving the information how many I want you to think about it how many friendships how many relationships have went bad because of confusion of confusion and and what is confused just simply misunderstanding something was said that was misunderstood all right uh, um, who is not speaking to you right now tonight because of a misunderstanding let me ask you who are you not speaking to who are you not speaking to because of a misunderstanding how many people have left the sheepfold Because of a misunderstanding. And when you break it all down, you understand that this is really nothing but confusion. Something may have been said, misinterpreted. Right? And, of course, Satan gets in that. Something may have been done and the action was misinterpreted. Satan gets in that. And he magnifies it. He, he magnifies it to the 10th degree, right? And so now, from that one misunderstanding or that one misinterpretation, everything else that's said, everything else that's done is seen through the eyes of that misunderstanding or seen through the eyes of that misinterpretation. And it can be far, the furthest from the truth. but it's confusion. Confusion is a scheme that Satan uses to cause us to misconstrue what has been said and, most importantly, what God has said. There are people right now that I know, people that you know, people that we all know that are living in confusion. They're thrown off of course, thrown off their their base. They're thrown off right because of confusion they know what the Lord has said they know what the word is it it some of these things that that people are confused about uh I said they're confused but but some of it don't even make scientific sense then they make natural sense but that's how Satan comes in and brings confusion. And have you thinking it's God, but it's not. It's confusing. It's disorder. It's something that that uh Satan is behind. Like he did in the garden. He got Eve by herself and started working on that mind. Had her all tangled up, all turned around. What he say? God, for God knows if you do this, then you're gonna become like God. See how how he can get you all, all mixed up? Have you ever heard someone that you know uh, talk, somebody that you know without a doubt, this child knows better. This daughter knows better. This son knows better. They know the word. They grew up in the word. I know they know better than this. Have you ever ha- had them talk to you and, and they try to explain to you why they are now living the way they're living or doing the what they're doing? By the time they get through trying to explain it to you, all you can do is say, huh? What? They're so confused. And if you're not con- careful by the time you get through talking with them, you'll be confused. Let me tell you what some of this is. Look at second Corinthians chapter four, verse number three. If you have your Bible, if not, I'll read this to you. second Corinthians chapter three, 2 Corinthians chapter four, begin at verse number three. 2 Corinthians chapter four begin at verse number three. Says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Why are they lost, Paul? They're lost because the God of this world, talking about Satan, have blinded the mind of them which believe not. lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. He's blinded their minds so that the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, will not shine on them. There are some people living like they are and have so much confusion Because their minds have been blinded by Satan. And we have to pray for them. We have to pray for ourselves. Lord, don't let me walk in confusion. Don't let me, don't let my mind become blinded by Satan that I don't see my way, that I don't see the way, that I don't see the path that you have for me. I don't want to be in confusion. Because that's the scheme of the enemy to get me off track, to get me off course. The children of Israel, a lot of their problem was confusion. Confusion. They had they they lacked clarity and understanding on some things. Not because they wasn't taught right, not because they didn't have a good leader, but because they had Other gods in their way. And that was distracting them. And that was a a tactic of the enemy to keep them from getting to the promise land. Don't let confusion keep you from the promises of God. Don't let the enemy use confusion to keep you from the promises of God. That's that's some perversion confusion he works that in his those were his tools he works them to keep us in a place where he can keep us away from the what God has said when you know the word and what God has said run with that don't deviate based on what your flesh is telling you because A lot of times what your flesh is telling you is what Satan is inspiring it to do. Remember I told you, Satan deals with us through the flesh. God deals with us through the spirit. Walk after the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. All that's in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh pride of life, right? Right? I feel like there may be two or three that's in confusion tonight. And that may be why this word was trying to be hindered. But I I pray tonight that the blinders fall off. Glory to God. The blinders fall off. Maybe you have blinders on your eyes. But I rebuke the blinders tonight. That you can walk in the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, and that you can walk in the fullness of life. That you can walk into all God has for you. Satan has you boxed in the corner, thinking that this is all. This is it. This is this is all it is to it. But the devil is a He has you in a place of, of confusion. Has you thinking God has forsaken you? Has you thinking that the world uh, 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 is is against you? Nobody cares. Nobody loves you. This, that, and the other. The devil is a lie. That's confusion. The de- David says, "If my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up." He's playing mind games with you, son and daughter. He's playing mind games with you. I was born this way. No, you weren't. You weren't born that way. You were born in the image of God. God didn't make no mistakes when he created you. As a matter of fact, your birth was not a mistake. you here on purpose. Now, how you got here, that ain't none of your business. Ain't none of my business either. But because you're here, God has you here on purpose. Don't be confused about that. Don't be confused about that. Don't let Satan talk to you in the night and have you up wondering, should I still live? Wondering, should I just take a a quick way out? No, no, no. That's confusion. My God. Confusion. So that's the scheme of the enemy that he's running. But we stand against him tonight. We stand against him tonight and let him know that we won't be coerced into his perversion and we won't coer- be coerced into his confusion. We we won't allow confusion into our life. Listen, if it ain't order, we don't want it. If it ain't lining up with the will of God for our life, we don't want it. If it's bringing chaos and disorder and it's not bringing peace, we don't want that. We want what God wants for us. No confusion over here. No confusion. I'm going to close with this bible says genesis chapter one in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth the earth is not uh, born it. and void but then it then turned turn around and said but darkness is upon the faith other deep you remember that in genesis chapter number one when it said that what happened there there was a space there when dark, the world, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. That spirit, that that space and time, that period, was a period of confusion. That period of time, right there. Some say that might have been the time when Satan fell. We don't really know, but that period was a time when there was uh, total confusion at that moment. God said, "Uh uh-uh, not on my watch. This is not going to happen. What happened next? The spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And God said, let there be light. There will not be any confusion here. There will not be any darkness here. And so we got to take that authoritative stand and say, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No perversion, no confusion here. We're going to walk in the peace of God, in the joy of the Lord. For the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy